You're listening to Source Daily. Join us Monday through Friday to stay up to date with what's happening in North Central Ohio. We'll be sharing a closer look at one of our top stories, along with other news, local history, memorials, answers to your questions, and more. Today, we'll hear from recent Ashland Source Athlete of the Month, Loudonville's Corey Vermilia. Before we begin, a message from our sponsors. Is getting the flu and COVID-19 vaccines on your to-do list? The CDC recommends getting flu and COVID-19 at the same visit, if eligible. Head to your local vaccine clinic to protect yourself this holiday season. You've got this because we've got you. For help connecting to vaccines, call your local area agency on aging today at 419-524-4144. Funded by the U.S. Administration for Community Living through a grant to U.S. Aging. Now our feature story. Our new Athlete of the Month series runs throughout the upcoming school year. Here's the gist. Each month, one high school athlete from Richland, Ashland, and Knox counties will be recognized as the Park National Bank Athlete of the Month. Those athletes will be profiled and awarded a commemorative Athlete of the Month certificate. Additionally, the athletic departments of the monthly honorees will receive $1,000 from Park National Bank. Today, we'll hear from recent Ashland source Athlete of the Month, Corey Vermilia. The Loudonville senior basketball player has arguably piled up as many of them as any local athlete ever has in a single sport. Last year's Division III Player of the Year in Ohio, Vermilia is looking to accomplish that same feat again this year in Division IV. The 5'9 guard led the Redbirds to an undefeated start to the season, where they've beat opponents by an average of 46 points per game. Individually, I know you're a team first person, but individually, the top moment so far this season for you? Um... My top moment of the season, I was really happy to beat Clear Fork last night. Like, we've lost to them the past two years, and, I mean, tough losses both years. Sophomore year, I think we lost by maybe 11, and we let it go, like, the very end of the game. And then last year, we lost by 8, I want to say, but it was a close game back and forth. I mean, it sucks not coming out on top the past two years, and just to really put it away in the first half last night. Second half, we didn't play our best, but... I couldn't be happier with the win, so that was definitely the top moment to this point of the year for me, for sure. How about the old target on the back question? I mean, obviously everybody knew you were good going into last season, but then you come into your senior year reigning D3 player of the year. Have you noticed teams playing you a little bit differently than they did last year, or was that already kind of established going into last season? Um, Honestly, I think last season I was guarded pretty well by other teams, and I think they had like some pretty good defensive game plans for us, I would say. But this year, we have so many scoring threats offensively and so many people who make a big presence in the game. I want to say that it's harder to guard us as a team this year than it has been ever before, just because we have so many people who can drive in and score, kick it. We have good post presence. We have a lot of shooters who can hit shots. And I think watching us play, like you'll see that, and getting out in transition, playing fast, like. We just have so many different ways to score offensively that I think it's a lot harder to guard us as a team this year, which almost takes the pressure off me a little bit, I would say, individually. So I think that as a team, like the defensive pressure has to be all like well-rounded to okay. really keep up with us on offense. So the comfort level, you would say this year, almost more comfort for you than... Right, for okay. sure. Especially 
since my teammates have been in the gym so much in the offseason, I know I can really rely on them no matter what. So if I am being guarded really hard, like I'll give the ball right to them and they'll go do something and get us points on the board. And I have full faith that they're going to do that. And I know that our coaches do too, and so do they. So yeah, I would say we're really comfortable this year. Um, I spoke with you before the season and we kind of talked about how things would go playing with your, your sister as a freshman. Now you've got a half season under your belt. How do you feel things have developed there in your relationship with her? Um, I really, really like playing with her. And obviously, like, she's been my sister for how long? So we've always had a good relationship. I'm really close with all my siblings, but this has made us closer. And I think that it's really special getting to share not only, like, your home life with your siblings, but also, like, your hobbies with them, too. And, I mean, some people probably get annoyed with their siblings um, on the court. And I'm not saying I haven't ever gotten annoyed with Maya before, but I really love playing with her. And she's a really, really good basketball player. Obviously, I've known that my whole life because I've been with her throughout all of her journey. But I've really enjoyed it a lot, and I am sure I'm going to continue to do so. And then we get into, uh, obviously, academics. Uh, high on your list of things, too. Where do things stand for you in terms of where you're at in your class? And... Um, favorite subjects to study here um, at AU? I yeah, know. I was going to say, so this year I'm taking all my classes at AU um, just because I didn't have a lot left here to take at Loudonville. Last semester I took Applied Calculus 1, um, American History through the Civil War, and a Human Communications class. So out of those three, I would say my favorite is probably Communications. I loved my professor. She was super nice. And then my class was just really fun. Kind of laid back, but I kind of like, I'm more of like I like to understand like the mind and like how people work socially with each other and like personal relationships like I'm big into that so I really liked the class and then next semester I actually have two online classes which is exploring world religions and then sociology and then I only have one in-person class which is economy so I'm not sure which one I'll like the most I don't do super well online all the time but it'll be nice only having to go into school three days a week okay. so so no classes at all here at Loudonville nope. your entire senior year, the way it's going to be? Yep. Okay. So is the goal then in college to be working on your master's at some point? Yeah, so I'm kind of hoping right now I'm majoring in middle grades education is what I plan to major in, but I'm still really uncertain, which is probably, probably pretty bad since I'm going into my freshman year of college coming up soon. but. I don't know for sure what I want to do, but I'm thinking middle grades education right now, so hopefully I can start working toward my master's in that when I'm there, and then maybe minor in something too, just see how it goes basketball-wise, academic-wise, everything in college. Know a great athlete in your community? Athletic directors and coaches have until the 25th of each month to nominate an athlete. Stories profiling the winners will be published on Richland Source, Ashland Source, and Knox pages during the first week of the following month. Let's move on to some Ohio history. Did you know that Robert Duncan broke barriers in his career and became the first African-American to hold several judicial positions in Ohio? He graduated from Ohio State in 1948 and then again with a law degree in 1952. Post-graduation, Duncan served in the Korean War until 1956. His early career included roles as an attorney examiner, city prosecutor for Columbus, and chief counsel to Ohio's attorney general. He was a Franklin County Municipal Court judge and an Ohio Supreme Court justice. In 1974, President Nixon appointed him to the Southern Ohio District Court, a position he held until his resignation in 1985. Next, an upcoming event that you should know about. 
tonight, head over to the Phoenix Brewing Company at 7.30pm for drinks, food, and live music from Jonathan Hape. Featuring classic rock, acoustic jams, covers, and originals, he'll help you groove into your weekend. Finally, we'd like to take a moment to remember Barbara Pena of Shelby. Barbara was born in Clarksburg, West Virginia in 1946. She had been a Crestline and Shelby resident for most of her life. She graduated from Crestline High School and worked for Hospice of North Central Ohio for 15 years before retiring. She was a lover of the outdoors, enjoyed riding horses and gardening. She was an avid reader and enjoyed spending time with her fur baby, Mickey. Barbara is survived by her two sons, three grandchildren, one great-grandchild, and one sister. Thank you for taking a moment to celebrate and remember Barbara's life. You can submit an obituary for free on Richland Source. To learn more, click the link in our show notes or visit richlandsource.com slash obituaries slash submit. Thanks for listening. Join us again tomorrow. Also, make sure to head over to richlandsource.com and click the Be a Member button to help support independent local journalism that informs and inspires. Every contribution goes to helping us make Richland County a better place and to help keep our journalism free. Also, if you like this podcast and want to hear more, make sure to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. 